I do have a problem here where I had competed for uh, the uh, Premier Fighter Championship back on November 19th. Um, and after competing on that show, they have not and basically will not pay me. Um, and uh, I know that also Ronnie Marks, who appeared on that card, also was not paid. Um, and originally they had not paid anybody that was on the card. And then uh, they, they, you know, I was communicating with them and they told me that they had uh, not paid anybody because they were not able to because of uh, something to do. And I, I don't know if any of this is true. I don't trust anybody. But on December 3rd, the CFO, uh, Kamir, uh, said to me that uh, in a five-minute conversation that uh, they had gone public and that they had an investor and the investor was had ties to terrorism and that their account was frozen and all this stuff. And so um, basically what I'm trying to do here is find out, uh, am I going to get help from the commission and somehow forcing uh, Miss uh, Karen Wesh and uh, the CFO that come here uh, to pay me what they promised to pay me on my contract. Guy, do you want to address this? Yeah, I'd like to, I may, um, um, not the, the general counsel, but I, I don't see anywhere where we want to see our fighters get paid. This is what we're all here for because of these guys. And, um, you know, they, they're all royalty as far as we're concerned here at MSAC. The, the problem is I don't see anywhere where we can make Karen, her investor that she has or that uh, come here, he has no ties to us. The only one we have with a contract that, I'm sorry, with a, an application and signatures is from Karen. It's all Karen's financials that came in here. So, um, I don't see where, I mean, we're, we're worried about our own taxes that we didn't get um, as well. So I have communicated with um, with um, Kamea about getting everybody paid. And, you know, it's, it's basically an, uh, an investigation and I'm not at liberty to to tell what, you know, where we are in the investigation and what we're doing. That'll be up to, again, our director. Once Will and I have done what we have to do in and go to, you know, to, to her, but, but there's nothing in our rules, regs, the MGL, that, um, I mean, the fighters do a contractual thing with, with the promoter and the matchmaker. That's, I guess, that's I guess where the question it is. is you know, from a di disciplinary standpoint, you know, I, I mean, I suppose, you know, when she comes, when it comes time for her to request approval for her next event, we can say, no, I mean, you haven't lived up to your financial obligations, both to the commission as well as to your athletes. So, mm -hmm. Um, I don't my, know. My, my recommendation, um, and I think it's along through our director, is going to um, ask the board one right now, revoke what's remaining on her license. And then the next time she comes up, you guys can take it under advisement what, what, you, know, what you want to do. But uh, to the very least, we should be revoking in her license. You're talking about some type of a fine. Um, the board can fine. You don't have a civil fine, but the board can make a fine. Yeah, so through the chair, I know um, 
and I, I know you can't talk too much about it, Guy, because you're you're working on it behind the scenes, which is the appropriate mechanism. And um, Marcus, first off, like as Guy said, you know, uh, doing everything we have in our power to make sure you get compensated, you know, for based on the contract, which is under the purview of uh, the commission, is what we're going to try to do, and we're working on that. Um, you know, and ultimately, if it doesn't get paid, we have some other mechanisms that. We, we could actions we could take, but there's a longer timeline there. Um, as, as it relates to Karen's license right now, um, I think before we took any take any vote, I mean I don't know if there's a uh, if we would need to do an executive uh, session uh, to discuss uh, the information that you have that you've already researched. Do we have enough information to suspend her? I mean. Marcus is here. We've seen some emails, but do you actually have, you know, enough documentation to support legally us suspending her license? So that might this be an executive session, but that, that would be my question before we took it. This is one of the items that we wanted to pass on to Grant, but that she could immediately, um, in this case, go in and suspend, I'm sorry, revoke the remainder of Karen's license until we bring it to the, to the board. Keep in mind, when you revoke um, a, a matchmaker or a, a promoter's license, it's not anywhere. It's not on like MMA.com where if they can go in and see a suspension that was done to a promoter. Go ahead, Peter. I'm sorry. It's okay. So this conversation is premature, that there's an investigation that's ongoing, and it's inappropriate in an open session because um, discussions of potential discipline against licensees are in closed session in an investigatory conference. So it's just... It's, um, you know, it's just okay. kind of right, um, so not appropriate in a lot of different ways. Yeah. To speak of it hypothetically is perfectly fine, but, you know, to get into do we have enough evidence to suspend, well, it's, it's, right. uh, you know, it's premature. Right. Right. Fair enough, fair enough. So why don't we table this discussion? Um, and Mr. Davis, are you still on? Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, you know, apologies. Um, you know, given our position as this kind of public board, you know, we don't have the ability to kind of, you know, go after the promoter on your behalf. You know, you do have a legal binding contract. Of course, you know, I mean, I understand all the considerations here. It probably doesn't make sense for you to go hire a lot of attorneys to chase her. This, I, I mean, you know, I, and I don't want to render any, you know, um, any advice here other than to say that, as you've heard from uh, our, you know, discussions here, we're on this and, uh, you know, we're going to figure out what needs to be done. Um, and, you know, we appreciate you coming forward and, you know, really, I guess on the behalf of the community, apologize uh, for for this because, you know, we know you put, put your all into it by jumping in the cage and, and frankly risking your life. And it's, it's just, you know, it's not fair that you're, you're not paid. So, you know, we, we appreciate that uh, that commentary and, you know, apologize that we can't do anything more as a kind of a public body. Uh, but well, we're on this. I, I want to make just one, one kind of statement here, and that is, uh, you know, I retired back in uh, 2014, and you know, I retired with uh, the, you know, with yeah, I had a good uh, transition. Like a lot of fighters, fighters do not transition well. Once they, their identity is wrapped up into fighting, my identity was not. <laughs> so uh, I made it to everybody else, but to me, it wasn't. So when I transitioned out. Uh, you know, I had a really, I've had a really good uh, living. Uh, I was a, I've been a biomechanist for the last uh, eight years. I've been running uh, everything here in North Carolina since 2016 for the corporate 
Chain Tap out running all their stuff here. Um, so I, I had a really good uh, transition through. This woman basically from 2016 until 2021 messaged me, if not weekly, at least monthly, constantly asking me to come out of retirement and to take and to fight for her, even though I was comfortably retired. So this went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth until finally, you know, I made an agreement with her financially what it would take for me to do so and signed a contract with her first on July 10th. Then that changed because it was for Nick Alley. Then it changed to fight Gary Bellato on August 4th, where she didn't even have the means of making that fight, I found out later. Uh, and then it changed again on September 28th, the Steven Stangle fight. And, you know, and I told her, you know, for me at 48 years old to come out of retirement and to do all those medicals, which I paid out of my own pocket, $3,600 to have two MRIs done because they screwed up on one of them and then going through all the other processes that I had to do for it. And then I flew my son and my wife to the event and put them up for the event. And I traveled and I basically that month I had invested a, a little over $10,000 and then to have the fight happen, make absolutely nothing and have Christmas come right up after the corner. And then unfortunately that week too, I spent the whole week up in Maine for uh uh, visiting back home for uh, Thanksgiving. Um, and so she has, you know, been able to put my family through hell over the last uh, couple of months here. And they've completely no, no, no contact. Like I'm having no contact. And the last, like I could show you the last text message she sent me it was a heartfelt text message telling me that her husband has now divorced her because of this and all this financial issues she's having and all the problems she's having. And that she's begging me just not to basically, she says, you know, to come public and ruin her, her reputation and her business. Whereas she said, no, nothing to, to try to, to, to provide me with the confidence that I'm going to be uh, uh, paid uh, under what contract we have. So I don't know what to do at this point other than, you know, if this was... You know, I had a real bad reputation early on in MMA where I had actually gone to promoters' homes and collected money. There's some stories out there you probably have heard about me, you know, and, you know, but now I'm a 48-year-old guy and uh, I just, all I want is for this woman to pay me what she, uh, what we agreed to and I will disappear again. I, I Now I'm definitely have no interest in fighting anymore because of this. This is, again sound to it. I just want to get my get paid my money and then I'll disappear again. And, and to back up Marcus, this is uh, Lars Borsine. Uh, I've dealt with Miss Wesh uh, from a management perspective with some of my fighters. Um, one gonna, of my, can I stop? Can, I'm going to stop this. This is not a hearing about, about it's public that. comment, is it not? It's public comment and I had a fighter who fought for her and I had to chase her down for three or four weeks to get a thousand dollars out of her. So this man put his life on the line inside the cage. He's a hero to us up here in New England. We do this uh, and we love this, uh, this sport. And for him to be treated this way is completely inappropriate. Uh, so that's my public comment. Uh, there's no way she should ever be allowed to promote a fight again in uh, this state. Um, and the commission needs to do something about this. And I'm done. Thank you. I appreciate, right. I appreciate the comment.
appreciate the comments and uh, Mr. Davis again and apologies on behalf of the commission for what you've had to endure. Um, we will address it offline and uh, you know more to come on this front. So Absolutely. thank you. Uh, any other comments, any other items not previously contemplated? All right, um, MSAC meeting, Massachusetts State Athletic Commission meeting uh, adjourned at 1234 January 12th. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you, guys. You know.